I believe with every fibre of my being that the course I have set out is the right one for our country and all our people. What has been achieved today is not Brexit. I don't believe this government has negotiated fairly or effectively. Brexit is a lose-lose situation. We have always followed the EU mandate. It is utterly unacceptable to anybody who believes in democracy. Hello and welcome to an extra special bonus episode of Brexit The Final Countdown. It really is the morning after the night before and joining us down the line this time rather than IRL is our senior political correspondent uh, for the Daily Express, Martin Brown, as we try to make sense of it all. Good morning, Martin. Morning, how are you? We're all right. This is bamboozling stuff, isn't it? It is, it is. We thought yesterday was um, hectic enough, but today looks like a flute monster of a day again, so... Uh, um, I think even more could be happening today. This is nuts. So just to recap, MV2, the improved deal was defeated last night by 149 votes in the Commons. Um, I suppose one reason to be slightly cheerful is that it was the, only the fourth largest defeat for a prime minister ever in history. So she's she's slightly, slightly doing better on the results. Yeah, she's racking them up. Um, yeah, 100, 149 was pretty much what within the realms of what we expected late last night. Um, the deal kind of, or the the new uh, changes that she had kind of un- unraveled throughout the day, as we uh, as we saw yesterday, as we were talking about yesterday, Jeffrey Cox's legal advice, and there was lots of to and fro throughout the day. I was stood outside even more uh, doors and committee rooms, <laughs> waiting for waiting for the ERG to hold their meeting, and when we all piled in there afterwards, they were pretty angry um at how it's all panned out and most of them um voted against voted against the deal last night so yeah we could work out the sums and we were expecting a defeat of about 130 to 150 last night and that's that's what played out there were some weird like switches though so david davis who resigned over checkers then votes for it which was kind of nuts don't you think yeah it was i just talking this morning i think Possibly they they thought with their heads and not with their hearts, and um, they wanted to get Brexit through in whatever shape or form. Um, David Davis, obviously former Brexit secretary, Philip Davis, traditionally quite quite a hardline um, Brexiteer. I've known him for some time, and uh, he he said that he you know he's wanted out of the EU for most of his life, but I think he was happy to to just get out, you know, get out now and. Um, and Nadine Doris as well. She's another one who who uh, switched. Um, but as I said, I was speaking to some ERG members before the vote last night, Steve Baker and um, our friend Shailesh Vara, who's been on the podcast, and a few others. And, you know, they were adamant they weren't going to put the back of the deal and um, they wanted to respect the views of the 17.4 million people who, who voted to leave. Uh, two years, three years ago now. It's just completely nuts. It's completely nuts that she can that Nadine Dorries can flip flop and change her mind, but she can't persuade kind of a rel- you know a relatively reasoned Shailish Vara. Do you know? What? It's just a kind of it's just was such a bizarre evening, like lots of weird decision making. Yeah, well, I think when it came down to it, a, a few a few people, as I said, thought with their heads and thought, look, we just want out now. Let's get this let's get this sorted, and um, they they kind of came into line and, and backed, backed um, Theresa May, but uh, not enough and by, by quite a large margin. Um, and obviously the DUP didn't support it either. So 
um, we're kind of back to square one in a way. We are, we are. And we've got everything to play for today, though. So this evening, we've obviously got this weird, we've got the vote to take no deal off the table. Um, and it's, she's, let, she's, it, she's not going to whip this vote. That's right, isn't it? So it's a free vote. So everyone gets to vote again with, yeah. with their hearts and their heads or whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, she did that because there would have been a, a whole slew of resignations had they they whipped, um, I would imagine, some in the cabinet and some ministers would have, likelihood they would have um, resigned over it. So she's given a free vote, which means, which has angered angered a lot of people um she's trying to please everyone but and so you don't please day, anyone probably... yeah yeah Isn't she's not it? what will she do so this, is, be angry people. this is such a so, this is a big crunch time for her person isn't it this is a woman who's spent the last like two years parroting that there's like we're at we know we're out on the 29th no deal is better than a bad deal etc cetera, etc cetera. And, and now she's confronted she's i mean is she going to roll back or just you know she's got her, her a head v heart decision as well yeah i they haven't said officially, but I think she has to kind of um, deliver her prime ministerial duties and she will she will vote against no deal because she's always said that no deal is is something that she doesn't want. They've carefully worded the motion tonight. So it's it's it will effectively kind of still be on the table. But even if they vote, um, but she so she she's going to vote. I, w- I would imagine she would vote to take it off the table because she's always said that she doesn't want a no deal, but it will still in some way be in some shape or form kind of be on the table. Because this is a weird vote this evening, isn't it? Because um, like you were saying, it could, we're not taking it off the table. So people are trying to tack on these various amendments. So you've got um, the weird bedfellows of Spellman and Mr. Harriet Harman, Jack Dromey, who want to just reject no deal under any circumstances. It's got support from Nick Bowles, Dominic Grieve, maybe even Corbyn. Then there's also this Malthouse amendment coming from like IDS, Steve Baker, Nicky Morgan, blah, 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 blah. So there's people are trying, people are trying to hijack this vote now to try and make it a bit more meaningful. Is that right? Another meaningful yeah, vote? Yeah. And Yvette Cooper stood up straight away yesterday when, when the motion was announced. The Prime Minister spoke after the result of the vote last night and then she, she laid the motion for, for today. And Yvette Cooper stood up straight away and said, look, this is not clear at all. I want to make sure that there's clarity on this. And there's some fears that, um, you know, it might not be clear how how um, MPs should vote on this. But this, the Speaker was quick to say that it is it is clear in his mind. And um, I think once they've digested it over overnight and this morning, then, and as you, as you rightly say, there's a, a whole load of amendments anyway to muddy the waters. And today, as I said at the, the top, we, it's, um, we're not, we've got, PMQs today. We've got a spring statement, which is like a mini budget. That used then to be a massive t- deal. No one cares about that today. Like that well, used to be the <laughs> that would be like the yeah. event of the week. But it's, I mean, yeah, very low key for him today. Yeah, and then we got the, you know, then we got the vote. Uh, sorry, the debate on the on the motion, and then the vote tonight. So it's uh, it's going to be a, another big one. There's today. already been a plenary. We were just having a look at that before we came, before we started chatting to you. I mean, just, yeah, Europe is just kind of, you know, they're not saying anything new, but they must just be beyond frustrated by us now. And, you know, just what I've got here, like uh, Manfred Weber calling it a disaster. Um, we've got Barnier warning that it extends uncertainty even further, that we're, you know, that no deal is becoming more and more improbable, that 
that they're no more and more probable rather that they're you know that they're now focus is to prepare for no deal i mean it's just you know this is it, this is super serious stuff isn't it like we've been talking about this for a long time but we are this is we are days away and <laughs> we're teetering on the edge of a no deal brexit that kind of everyone including the prime minister is very keen to avoid yeah well i i, I would imagine no deal will be taken off the table as it were tonight um, there's more people going to vote, more MPs going to vote to take it off. So, which brings us on to tomorrow. Um, and then we're into a vote potentially about extending Article 50. Um, I mean, it, lo- it looks like no deal for the moment is going to be taken, it is going to be pushed back. Um, and then, yes, yeah, as I say, tomorrow we're into the Article 50 um debate if that if that goes ahead as planned and um yeah we could be, could be facing at least an extension till the middle of may in which case in which case the ball is firmly in the hands of the eu then because because theresa may there's a conveniently there's a european council summit next week the next thursday and friday um and the prime minister will have to go to that where she will be basically asking all the other 27 members of the European Council for an extension and the EU could could slap a load of well, demands exactly on that. Exactly, this is what Andrea Leadsom said last night, you know, that's not be under any illusion that, you know, that, that it will certainly come, well, it could, it could come, couldn't it, with some pretty significant prices and conditions attached. Um, I mean, they could, couldn't they insist that the extension has to be longer? Could they not insist that it's a longer extension and that we would need to stand representatives for the EU elections at the end of May. Like, they could say something like that, couldn't they? That it, we're talking more about, like, a year rather than a couple of months. Yeah, I I mean, at the moment, we're, we're looking at potentially a May, middle of May, so what's that, a, a two-month extension. That's just before the uh, European elections, so we wouldn't have to field any candidates in that. But... Um, but what's to stop I Europe think, saying, I like, no, the, you can have... You, but what's to stop Europe saying, like, yeah, you can have an extension, but it needs to be a chunkier one? Yeah, well, I think the provisos on the, the two-month extension would be you've got to have a clear plan of what you're doing. You can't, you can't just have a two-month extension to carry on with the shenanigans that have been happening for the last few months. I think there's got to be a clear plan of we're going to do this, this and this. Um, but as you say, uh, the, some in the EU, uh, Martin Selmayr, among others, are calling for a longer extension perhaps a year, perhaps even longer, and then that would allow the way for a potential general election um, and the like. Good grief. I mean, we were, um, Tobias Elwood, who's obviously a Remainer, was on Newsnight last night, and he was saying that this is just looking more and more like a very soft Brexit or maybe even no Brexit at all. Do you kind of think, what do you think, or do you think we're actually looking at maybe, I mean, we no deal still exists, doesn't it? Even if we get an extension, it still might be that we're never able to reach an agreement with them and we do I mean it wouldn't be the same dramatic crashing out but we we could still leave without we could just still leave on WTO terms couldn't we no whether I mean all options still exist whether it's Theresa May's deal as it is now no deal perhaps a softer Brexit um and then general election second referendum no Brexit at all you know they all still remain but if there's an extension that creates a, a a period of time where the other options, such as a general election, a second referendum, can gain more traction. Um, if you leave on March the 29th, it kind of 
obviously shuts down a lot of those other uh, a lot of those other options. But I, it's looking very unlikely now that we're going to leave on March 29th. No, we're not ready. Um, what do you, well, apart from every, we've done our, like, we did the two no deal, they've done their, released their sort of two big plans on no deal planning. So one is just this like honesty box border with Ireland where it'll just kind of, it'll be self-regulation for people that pass. Is that right? Have I got that right? I was reading that this morning. Yeah, this morning they've, um, um, two announcements have been made first thing this morning. Um, and one was on the Irish border check situation. And if there is a no deal, then for a, a short period, perhaps up to a year, um, uh, yeah, checks checks on, on no goods checks. coming through. No checks. Smugglers through. galore. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> excellent. Um, and um, then at the same time, going to remove tariffs on 87% of all imported goods so that there isn't this kind yeah. of mass, so that we can all still afford to eat. Yeah, I... <laughs> It's just so that there's no spike in in prices of yeah. you know certain goods, but other things you might might get hit. Um, um, I think this is a strange figure. I'm not sure how they worked it out, but eighty percent, eighty seven percent of goods uh, would have tariffs removed. So yeah. um, I'm not sure how they worked, came to that figure, but some things I think cars might. Um, might be a little bit more expensive. If yeah, they're they're go- well, they're going to make cars. The it would make cars from the EU fifteen hundred quid more expensive. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, I I must admit I wasn't um, awake at six a.m. this morning, so I I haven't looked at the uh, the figures yet. But um, that's, that's why we're such a good it, team. But... I was very much here at six a.m. trying to figure this yeah. out. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've got we've got a few great two great plans um, in in the event that we do decide to leave with no deal this evening. Um, very feeling very reassured by both of those. Yeah. Um, how do you think it's looking for Theresa May just sort of generally like she's kind of ceded control of Brexit to Parliament hasn't she by doing by giving the free vote she's losing her voice in kind of every metaphorical and figurative and literal way Um, you know she's like you were saying earlier she's trying to sort of please everyone and as a result isn't pleasing anyone it's all you know and she's kind of being criticised across the globe for her terrible leadership yeah she's I mean you have to feel for her in some way she's She's really struggling, and it just—I didn't come across too well on television. It's, it's interesting. You're in the—I was in the chamber for the some of the debate yesterday and the vote, and it doesn't sound too bad. Um, but when you watch on TV, um, it doesn't doesn't look good. Her croaky voice, but um, yeah, she's—I I think we'll know by the end of the, the three day three days of votes. So she lost last night. She's likely to lose tonight, and then um, see how the uh, extension vote goes. But um at the moment there's no real way of of um no mechanism for getting her out really so she she she, she resigns but she's not going to do that or could corbyn I, not I call doubt. could corbyn not call a vote of no confidence against the government and then yeah. if there was enough so if no deal went through tonight for example just in a weird well, he could parallel that, universe and, but i don't i don't think he would win it again you um, don't think he'd if, just, if no deal won this evening you don't think he'd win a vote of no confidence well, if that was the case, then I think she would go anyway. So oh. um, he wouldn't have to do that. But um, but at the moment, there's no real kind of kingmaker um, circling who who would take over from her. I mean, there's all the candidates, but no, there's no there's no one who who you wouldn't think could immediately step in. The cabinet, her cabinet, are unlikely at the moment to go for her. Um, but as these votes play out over the next two days then we could 
we could see um, potentially see the cabinet turning against her. But it's still quite a remainery cabinet, and whether they whether anyone wants to see her go or not, I don't know. I I half ex- I had this um, hunch that they everyone's just trying to keep her on life support until till Brexit's done, and then mm. and then that's when we'll see. I but mean, no one wants this job. As you, as you saw yesterday, things change very, very fast Incredibly at the moment fast. in politics. And she could potentially, if it all goes goes um, south in the next couple of days, she could be gone by, certainly by the end of the month. Um, oh, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? We have everything to play for. Goodness. She's um, going to keep trying. She's going to keep trying. Yeah. And, um, but it's looking almost certain now we're going to get an extension whether that buys her a bit more time um, or whether it creates enough breathing space for an election or a leadership challenge. I would, I would say no, if it's just two months, if it's a year, then yes. Yeah. Um, Oh my goodness. And the uncertainty remains. Uncertainty prevails. Doesn't it? Yeah. Well, as the daily express uh, headline said today, um, you know, Britain, Britain's had enough of this now. You know, can we can we get it done? Can we get it sorted today? So <laughs> well, as soon as possible. Let's just wrap it so, up. <laughs> yeah, I think that just summed summed up the feeling in the of the country. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we need to get it right. We, yeah, I I I know Brexit fatigue is is real, but I mean the idea of just kind of not you know like doing something kind of rash just to keep everyone's attention feels a little. Reckless, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, so yeah, everything to play for this time tomorrow. We could be facing um, a vote about the extension. Hopefully, we'll have sort of scuppered any plans for a, a no deal Brexit. And um, maybe Theresa May will live to see another day. Who knows? Yeah. And uh, next time we speak, the world may may have changed dramatically. But, <laughs> I think um, it would have. <laughs> I I fear we could be still talking about the same. Uh, same, um, I mean, the same problem. three talking points, but everything changes, but nothing changes. It's, it's like Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Thank you <laughs> so much for your time, Martin. Have a lovely day down in the corridors of power, literally. And um, we will Thank speak you. to you soon. Thank you for listening to Brexit The Final Countdown. If you like what you heard, make sure you click subscribe. And if you really enjoyed it, you could always leave us a review. <laughs>